Welcome, Pudding People, to another episode of Everybody Loves Pudding. I am your host, Ken Seymour, and I've got an exciting one for you today. We have a returning guest, somebody we haven't spoken to in a couple of years that last time he was here, we were talking about zombies. This time, we're going to talk about some vampires. Uh, keep the keep the undead theme flowing. That, that's what I like to say. Uh, he is an actor. He is a producer. He is a clothier. <laughs> Mr. James Moses Black. Wow. Everybody loves pudding. Yes, everybody loves pudding. How you doing, Ken? I am fantastic. How are you good, sir? I'm good, man. Glad to have uh, this uh, opportunity to talk to you again. We haven't talked probably since the, the pandemic or the beginning of the pandemic, maybe. Yeah, it was that was a crazy time. We got to talk a little bit about uh, Solidoso Zombies and uh, yeah. uh, and, uh, you know, a little bit about a couple other films. And I'm really excited to have you back because uh, I know there's one film that is on everybody's mind right now that you were involved in, and that's Joe Dirt 2, Beautiful Loser. Oh, sorry. No, that's the wrong one. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the wrong one, baby. That's the wrong one. That is definitely the wrong one. The right one, but that's the wrong one. That's yeah. right. Uh, but you're you're in the new film Renfield with uh, just an all-star cast, Nicolas Cage, Nicholas Holt. Uh, like I said, vampires and uh, a very comic bookish feel from what I've seen so far. What can you tell me about this film and your part in it? Uh, so my part, you know, lately I've been playing a lot of uh, criminal cops. So uh, I don't know if that's, you know, something <laughs> they just like about me. But this time it's a criminal cop that's kind of funny. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, wait, how do you go mix criminal cop and funny? Yeah, what do you do? Just choke them and then let them go and say, "I'm just playing." What, what's going on? I mean, you know. uh, so um, yeah, this 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 character is Browning, I, I, Captain Browning, I think his name is, and uh, he's part of this in you know, this family that runs the city of New Orleans, but they're super corrupt, and he's part of you know enabling their corruptness. And uh, the movie, a lot of people, I, you know, I didn't realize this, that a lot of people actually knew who Renfield was from the old, like, Bella Lugosi, all these old type movies, man. And so I kind of summarized it as Renfield is tired of killing people. That's all. He's just tired of killing people. He want to, after 900 years of killing people, he want to be in love. So... <laughs> I just, you know, that's summarizes, and he has to now get away from his boss, Dracula, and uh, and 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 that same time, you know, protect his love interest, Aquafina, and uh, you make a happier life for him after nine hundred years. Yeah, it's just it. One thing that struck me when I was looking at this, it's it's I, I at least I found it rather interesting. There's a certain parallel between uh, a, a couple of individuals that are in this film, yourself being one of them, just kind of career notes. Um, so this is your first film that I could find where you're involved in a vampire uh, film. Is that correct? Yeah, I usually don't do this type of uh, genre. I, I don't do horror movies. Like, I would never be in The Exorcist. I was like, nah, I'm cool. I'm good <laughs> on that. I'm, I'm good. Uh but this was a this was a, another take on it. It is not, you know. It reminds me of the old scary movies when you know, like I said, Bella Lugosi or or Vincent Price was, you know, 
but from a funnier aspect of it. So it's not all about horror and killing and all that other stuff, but there are some elements of the movie that exist about that. It's more or less a crazy love story that's stupid. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> mean, know? that's that's kind of the, the joy of something like this. This is also Nicholas Holt's first vampire film. Now, okay. I think this is this is the parallel that I'm seeing between you gentlemen right now. You got you have to keep kind of teaming up because I think it works because you were just in a zombie film. Well, he was in a zombie film uh, uh-huh. that was a play on Romeo and Juliet back in the day. And uh, you've both managed to work with Hugh Jackman in his Wolverine persona yep, <laughs> in yep. different films. Uh, and you're both involved in voicing iconic characters in video games. Right. So right. just kind of a kind of I thought that was kind of a crazy coincidence. And yeah. what and was- we, worked, we worked together on a Charlize Theron movie uh, probably back in 2016, 2017. Uh, Nicholas uh, Holt and I and uh, Nicholas Cage and I before he got to this point of you know sort of I'll call it film redemption we worked on a, a movie in New Orleans where he was a corrupt senator and, and he got accused of all this other stuff so I have this sort of rotating thing with these 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 two guys you know what I mean <laughs> so it's and when we get to set I'm like Holt you know I was like hey why you know we're working together again so it's all, it's like you said, it's always, it's a revolving door, man. It's a revolving door. And you, you start to see the people that you play with all the time in your, in your play box. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But now from your reaction just a moment ago, not normally wanting to be in a horror film. Not, so I take it then you're not a fan of horror, horror films in general. Is it just not wanting to be the first one? you know, killed on screen or something. Cause I know that's listen, what would happen man. to me. I'd step. Listen, it's man. like, there's a bad guy and I'd just be gone immediately. Yeah. Listen, man. Uh, black dudes don't make it through horror. Films. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, I, I didn't even make it through black and blue. And my last name is black. So you thought you would think I would have a chance, right? I think I have a chance in a movie called black and blue. Right? <laughs> oh, I didn't even make it to the end on that one. But uh, no, man, it's just, I, 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 I am, I'm not a horror fan. I, I don't, it's not my type of genre. Uh, and even when I was talking to Chris McKay, when we first did the interview and the audition, I, you know, I kind of turned it down. I just said, nah, man, this is not, cause I didn't want to be put on like a Pentecost star, whatever you are, Pentecost star. I'm like, man, I'm not doing none of that, man. Right. So if that's the film, I don't want to do it. And he's like, James, man, do the film. You're funny. You know, and I was like, all right. And and again, what you said, bro, I don't have a lot of funny on my resume, um, but I'm really funny when, when I'm, and especially when you put me with people like, you know, Aquafina, Ben Schwartz, these sort of comedic people, and then I'm like, oh, I'm home. You guys are funny. Okay, this is what we're doing. All right, I'm all in. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a, a little information. If they can give you like anytime you're going to be interviewing or trying out for a film and you're not quite sure, just ask them to show you a picture of the circle. If it's got five points, you back way. If it's got six points, <laughs> you might get something to nosh. I don't know. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I'd have to know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're you know just to just to the point of of being involved in a project with a bunch of people that you know. I saw that you had uh, a, a small part, 
uncredited in you people. Yeah, it was trippy, man. It, um, so it, I, I give you the deets, man. Listen, I, they call me up and they say, hey, James, can you be an Iman for this movie we're doing? I said, sure, man. No audition, no nothing. Okay, cool. At the same time, I'm also doing Renfield, right? I'm still <laughs> rolling back and forth doing Renfield. So I asked uh, Kend Kendra Barris, uh, Kend yeah, Barris, I said, hey, man, now I don't have any lines, no lines. And, and I'm looking at the scene and I'm like, well, if I'm mediating the wedding and the Jewish cat over here is on that side of the family mediating that, shouldn't we have something, you know? And so we get to the end of shooting and I'm on schedule now, I have to leave. And I go up to, to Barris and I say, hey, man, um, you sure you don't need me tomorrow? Because this doesn't feel like it's done. If this is, you guys just paid me a guap of money to sit at a table and not drink. <laughs> drinking was not drinking was really hard, but that doesn't, you know, I was like, so they said no. And I left and they called me while I was on the plane and said, can you come back? And I said, no, I'm oh. in New Orleans. So they ended up replacing, if you look at the end of the movie, and, uh, the Iman, another Iman was standing there, no line. So it never came together that these two sides came and, and you know, did their conflict, you know. So, yeah. But I got to see the great Eddie Murphy. Right. Which was pretty cool. Mike Epps was my friend already. But, you know, Eddie pulled up with like seven big SUVs. I was like, <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> so it was great it was great yeah i was gonna say just looking at that that just seemed like you know we talked last time about your history and 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 comedy and mm -hmm. the comedy clubs and talking about you know like some of the people you name it's like well there's Dion cole right there he's he's hey. in it and so you know and just the the, the sheer talent that that film had of just genuinely funny people like elliot gould right. and rhea perlman and david duchovny and they had who's who of who's who. Right. Like I pulled up and I'm like, wait a minute, you guys, wait, you you got VP, you you guys got everybody on this show. <laughs> and uh, and I was I was just amazed, man. I was amazed. I was like, you pulled all Rita Perlman, and uh, what's the guy who used to be on uh, Mash? Long the first Mash. Oh, uh, um, was on Ray Donovan for a while. Right. You, you've you know what I'm on, I know exactly who you're talking about. He's on here, and I'm thinking you guys are pulling like, you know, you know, icons out for this, man. So it was, it was, it was, it was great, man. I mean, you know, for what I had to do, which was practically just sit there, it was cool. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna say that sounds like sounds like a a fun couple of days to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was cool. After I picked my my jaw up off of the floor for, right. <laughs> for a moment. Staring at people, you know. Oh, oh, you know, okay. So, no, I got to go ask another question about Renfield here. You get to be in a position that generally uh, a, a part that would often be involved in some sort of combat situations. Do you get to be any in any really cool combat scenes in this film? Uh, I am, I well, no. Uh, oh. I am the result of of a combat scene in one particular uh, scene. Uh, but I don't, you know, 
I wear cowboy boots and big buckle belts. I'm not trying to fight or arrest nobody. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to say you're under arrest and they handle that. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of up the ladder of, you know, no fighting. Uh, but n- n- when you see the movie, you'll you'll get what I'm saying. I am on the end of a combat situation. Uh, but other than that, man, it was... It, it, I tell you, man, Ben Schwartz is a funny cat. Uh, I think he was on, uh, I forgot the name of the show he used to be on, but he is one funny cat. And, you know, when I get someone as funny and as witty as that, it's just like, it's it's almost like uh, an explosion of like stuff. It's an explosion of stuff because you, you can't stop it, right? You can't. Chris McKay was really good at this, man. He really let us go. You know, he really let us go. So I just enjoyed that, man, the the process of that. But to answer your question, no, I was in no combat scenes. That would have been that would have been so much fun just to get the kind of the minimalist approach, you know, to get the the dodge. Yeah. (laughs) Pull out pull out like the matrix stuff, you know, it's gonna Right, right. No, I if I had a gun, that was it, bro. It's like (laughs) that's it, bro. Freeze. That's it, man. I'm done. (sighs) So what what was your favorite part? Once you finally got into the middle of this whole thing, what was your what was what do you what struck you? Because there's always something in any project that you work on, what whether it's just a small aspect of the writing or whether it's a, a, a directorial note or an interaction with an actor that you didn't think that was gonna happen. What was something that occurred on set while making this film that just stood out to you as a memory that you'll that you'll keep. I think the balance between reality and funny uh, was something that stood out. You know, it's a vampire movie. Yeah. Right? So there has to be, and now it's a comedy too. So the, the part of balancing reality for my reality was the imagination and balancing the humor and then bringing this this authoritarian person, you know, because that's what it is. I, I play an author. Oh man, my lips are not moving today. But I play sort of a I'm 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 the captain of a police force. So there's some you know things that I do that are authoritarian, and 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 so that balance of everything was kind of you know crazy because I didn't. Well, one thing I try to do with Robert, uh, uh, Robert Guillaume told me, he said, you know, James, you can't be a buffoon. You can be, you can be really smart at comedy. You have to do smart comedy and you can't rely on physicalness to convey comedy. And that's the thing that I kept close to the vest was just maintaining this imposing figure yet this dude was ultimately pretty funny because of his reactions to things mm. you know so that was the thing that struck me the most man i i have to say this is an intriguing looking film this the 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 feel of it immediately when i saw the the trailers and and the bits and pieces that i've seen i go man this feels 
this feels like a comic book film because that, that's our intersection is the intersection of right. comics and, and media. And then as soon as I saw who came up with the idea, it's like, oh, okay, that's why. <laughs> he's, just, yeah. he's been yeah. involved in some comics before. So I was like, right. yeah, yeah, that's that seems like a lot of fun. Uh, speaking of comics, the last time we spoke, you had mentioned that one of your favorites that you were uh, – that you watched at one point and in the, in the old days of, of comic book uh, television shows was the Submariner. Yeah. Yeah. Did, and look pops up, right? Right. Did you get to see black Panther too? And I did. What, I did, did. what did you think? Did they do him justice? No, he was a, and I, I guess I don't expect in this day and age for them to completely put this, but the Submariner, man, I mean, his power was something different. Yeah. You know, because I think in a fight, he probably beat Aquaman, but not in that body he had, he wouldn't. But, you know, <laughs> Aquaman got a body. Yes, so yes. Mariner had a serious body, you know. So, I, I but I, I, I thought it was cool. I, I didn't, I didn't think anything else of, of it. Um, he was more vicious than I thought he should have been. He was vicious. This that dude was vicious, man. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, and but he was nice about it. He's like, if you don't do what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna come back and kill you. And I was like, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, that's not the submariner you remember. <laughs> yeah, it's not the dude I remember. That, you know that didn't happen until maybe that started occurring about twenty years ago. They they kind of adjusted the way that he interacted with other characters. He was no longer kind of a, a very clear heroic individual. He was he was a person with um, a, a set of things that were important to him, and so long as you didn't get in the way of those things, he was a great guy. <laughs> but right, right. <laughs> if you got in the way, uh, yeah. he, there was nothing that he wasn't going to do to to make you pay for it. Right. And he was, I mean, his character was super dark. I mean, he was super dark. Aquaman had some light to him, but this this cat was dark. Yeah. it's so. it's. If you ever get a chance, I know you don't have a lot of time, but uh, take a look at the leading up to the previous Secret Wars. Um, they did a, a big special Secret Wars thing a few years ago, and all the stuff leading up to that gives you real good insights into how that character has evolved over the years. But uh, yeah, I have to agree. I, I I was not as big of a fan <laughs> with how they yeah, portrayed yeah. him in the film. But, yeah, I missed uh, a decade of his work. You know, I don't know. I just you know. Hey, now that DC is you know restarting, maybe we can you know we talked about you if you had to choose somebody being Batman. This is the time to try and <laughs> throw your hat in the ring, man. Yeah, I'm I'm at this stage of my life. I'm 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 more or less Alfred. Uh, my Batman <laughs> days is gone, bro. Let me get you some tea and coffee or something. Put the suit on you, bro. It, it ain't working right now. <laughs> oh man, I tell you what, it's uh, it. I mean, look, Michael Keaton's putting on the. I mean, admittedly, nobody's ever going to see it because you know they shelved the project. But he put on the suit again, yeah. even at his age. So you, you can you can kind of do anything. Now, do you have any other? I know I saw several projects that are in various stages of completion that you've been involved with. You got anything coming up soon that we're going to see other than Renfield? Uh, my own projects I have. I, I'm developing a series of things called POV, 
uh, point of view. And so I, I'm taking events that occurred in America um, against African-Americans and not slavery, because I don't want to, you know, I'm, 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 everybody understands slavery. Right. Let's, now let's get to the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, and tell some more stories that uh, African-Americans had to go through in this country. So the first one is called An Unforgettable Night. Uh, it's POV, and then the, the subtitle is An Unforgettable Night. And it deals with the attack of Nat King Cole on stage uh, in 1956 in Birmingham, Alabama, while he was performing. And uh, the lead guy is uh, my nephew. He's, 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 he plays Melvin Franklin and uh, the uh, tour Ain't Too Proud about the temptations. So he's going to be playing um, Nat King Cole. So yeah, it's a, it's, and then I have a, the the next one is based on a Ernest Gaines novel. um, uh, And it's about dying. It's about a guy in the fifties who was uh, wrongly accused of a crime, electrocuted, but survived it. Mm. And they couldn't do it again. He survived it. So yeah. So I got some good stuff coming, man. You know, Uh, my own. Yeah. I am definitely looking forward to that. I, I tell you what, that particular the way of, of taking on that history is important. There's so much that gets missed in school. Yes. And I just know, I, I remember seeing something, uh, you know, about the, the, the city that was destroyed that, that I, I never knew existed. That was right. just like, how can something that massive have happened and no one said anything to about- anybody about it? Right. I right. just uh, there's I, and there's just so much stuff like that 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 needs to be known and just just how awful some people can be to other people so that, you know we don't do it again. <laughs> that's right. right, and that's just the point of it. It's just it's not to exercise any sort of you know vindication about it. It's to inform people that there's a lot more things that happen than slavery. Yeah. There's a lot more things that made people evolve than slavery. So that's that's what I want to do, man. I think that sounds fantastic, and I I look forward to seeing that because I, as, as much fun as as the world of fiction and superheroes and and vampires is, there's there's the whole world of reality that is there to be just learned and open up our minds and 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 just become better for for knowing the information that we know i i want to thank you for sharing your time with us i know you've got a hectic schedule and i don't want to keep you from anything else but i really want you to come back whenever pov comes out listen ken you know after after the movie comes out i'll make a special point to come back if charles arranges it I'll, I'll come back and make up for that time. We lost a little bit, but after you see the movie, you'll understand, you know, where my funny comes from. I've, I've already got my tickets purchased. It's, it's, it's coming. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Thank you again. Good, sir. Thanks brother. Take care. You too.